listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode 90 on Ed Reach. ICE Conference Review. This is Ed Gamer for Saturday, March 2nd, 2013. Ed Gamer is part of the EdReach Network, edreach.us, giving education a voice. A big voice. A little icy. It was icy. Icy cold. A frigid voice. Brrr. Okay. This, this show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We will give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We will discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. Jerry? Yeah. It's been a while. Who are you? What do you mean it's been a while? It's been like well, 112 hours. <laughs> yeah, well, for us, but, you know, <laughs> we, we haven't recorded this. In... Oh, my name is Jerry James, and I'm a visual arts teacher in Schaumburg, Illinois. And my name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. I'm a sixth grade social studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. It's down south. Southern Illinois, according to Jerry. Hey, uh, something that we've, we've kind of been changing our titles and – a little less creative, you know, to, you it's know, not possibly. my fault. No. Yeah, it is. No, it's your fault. Why is it my fault? I don't know. You, you're the one that types the thing. It's got to be your fault. The blurby? Yep. Okay. So <laughs> we want to have easy titles so people understand what, what the show's about. We're not cool like, you know, Twit or, you know, the big shows there or, you know, Vision 3. Anything like that, we can't have fancy titles. So we're going to come up with alternate titles until we become cool. Which <laughs> might take a while because if it might didn't happen in the first hundred, I'm not sure it's going to. Right. So our alternate title today, our fun title, is The Best Seat on the Ice. And then, you know, you guys can figure out what that means as we go along. So, Jerry, it's been a while since we've talked. <laughs> the alternate title that's like halfway through the show. <laughs> Whatever. So it's <laughs> kind of leading into something there. Nice. You know, it's been a long time since I've seen you, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach took a trip up to the big city. Zach's big yeah. day in the city. Yeah, it's scary. The Ed Gamer sleepover. <laughs> you just had to say that, didn't I you? Did. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad your wonderful, much, much better half <laughs> allowed me to stay yep. at your place. And uh, that was that was very nice and kind of yeah, you. The dogs had to yeah. sleep in my bed, so she didn't get much sleep. So she was actually threatening to kick us both out, you and me. What? Yeah. So. Why, why did dogs have to sleep in? Well, dogs usually sleep in the hallway. But if you were in the room, there's no way they would have slept in the hallway. So we had to keep where the would, dogs in where, our room. Where would they have slept? They sleep in the hallway, and we, we they have little beds. Why couldn't they sleep in the hallway? Because if they knew you were in that room, they would have just sat at the gate and barked all night. Oh, see, you didn't complete the story there. I was trying to figure so out, we had to were they going to come room. in with me? Yeah, they probably okay. would have. Oh, yeah, they definitely would have. Oh, great. Slobber and, you know. Barf on the floor. And... <laughs> That's lovely. Thanks for that imagery. <laughs> Wonderful. So, yeah, uh, yeah, there's my dog, my 14 pounds of white fluff and terror. Here, it sounds uh, like terror. Who just saw a bunny probably outside and was just let outside. Uh, no, Jerry's dogs are huge. How 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 many pounds? Um, I think one's about one's probably mid fifties or sixties. The other is creeping his way into the nineties. Whoa! 
And so are we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 90. Yes. Yes. So we kind of, uh, last weekend, we were, Jerry and I were both under the weather, but we also had a, a big conference, which we've talked about now for a while, the SIT conference. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a total of, including presenters and participants and volunteers and everything, about 1,600 people in the state of Illinois. That's awesome. That was, and it was a lot of fun. And, of course, we know what the highlight of the whole SIT conference was. Right, Jerry? The SIT craft challenge. The SIT craft challenge. And I, I don't know. I, there were some amazing things. So what did you that, guys do? Well, so, why don't you – we should explain it first, though. Right. I, well, I mean, we explained it once, but, you know, right. day of ended up a little different, at least for us, because we had two pretty yeah. different scenarios. So you guys had what? Well, we, first of all, let's back up. We had the pre-conference build, so we, you know, had to judge that, and we, we have a couple videos that will. Pre-conference build was totally open. No. Totally open. Right. There was, but we had. uh, Well, you had three categories. There was redstone. Right. Yeah, there's categories: redstone, historical, and historical literary, and uh, free build. Right. Like free bird. (laughs) Well. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Hold up my phone because you know, I don't have a lighter. Okay. Really, Jerry? <laughs> okay, so we had the we had those categories, grades three through five, six through eight, and nine through twelve. And we judged those, passed out those prizes at uh, you know, during the day on Saturday. So Saturday we had, you know, at our site we had five hundred and twenty five kids and they had tons of different places that they could that they could go to and participate, and, and one of the areas was the sit cra- uh, the con- uh, contest for Minecraft. So what we did, uh, I had the room grades three through five. Uh, Jake, a friend of mine who we kind of put all this together, he was in the room six through twelve, and we put up at least in my room we put up Waterson Tower, and that's one of the dorms on Illinois State's campus, and it's like 23 floors. It's one of the tallest dormitories in the country. How come you didn't just make kids Google it? Yeah, we could have, but we wanted them to kind of stay, you know, within Minecraft, and we allowed Google that. It. I was like, yeah. you go out and you research. See, I was okay. teaching them well, life skills. You were far better at educating the kids than I we made were. Four I put kids the picture cry. up. Oh my goodness. Well, you would do that anyway. It doesn't matter if there was a contest or not. So the first session that we had, we had about 40 minutes for the kids to build. And I remind, just reminding you, I had grades three through five, and they were amazing. That The builds that they put together, uh, it was just it was mind-boggling. It was so much fun to see. And the top builds, really, uh, half the, the builds that were top quality were the girls. <laughs> And the top build in that first session was a girl, and that was really nice to see. Uh, the kids had a blast. So we had Waterson Tower. We did um, one of the other builds was one another building on campus that looks like a castle. And then we had the David Davis Mansion, which was uh, a friend of Abraham Lincoln's and also uh, a justice on the U.S. Supreme Court. Hmm. So his house. So that they had that. I know that they did... The Children's Discovery Museum, which is a normal, they did that one. They also did, they kind of went off a little bit because they were trying to figure out ways to challenge the kids in different in different ways for grades three, 6 through 12. And they did a um, uh, oil rig 
out in the ocean. Cool. And so the kids had to build that. So that was that was pretty cool. So what did you guys build? We had two groups. So we had about 30 computers in the room. And uh, for the first one, we had a couple, couple computer stations where kids had to double up because we ran out of computers. The second one, we had three to four kids on every computer. It was craziness. Um, and we picked a couple Chicago landmarks being closer to the city. So the first one, we had kids make um, Navy Pier, which was awesome. And then uh, the second one, we had kids uh, do um, <laughs> the uh-huh. – I'm drawing a complete blank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Soldier Field. Oh, yeah, because it's that you know big spaceship. Yes. I was uh, – yeah, well, architecture, and then you know they could put stuff like inside, and it could deal with people if they wanted to deal with people. And it actually worked out much better than Navy Pier even. Um, hmm. A lot of kids did cool stuff. You know, one of the more advanced groups, they actually had, like, some of the actual restaurants, you know, like Bubba Shrimp wow. and stuff. How inside much time Navy did they Pier. have? Like three, four hours. What? I'm kidding. 45 minutes. It was okay. pretty amazing. It was amazing what they could complete in that uh, Yeah. In that time. And then the the second group um, was Soldier Field. You know, we had kids that got, like, the the – you know, lines and everything. Like one kid had two teams on the football field, you know, so it was great. A couple kids did work in, in conjunction, which is a story I told like a hundred times at ice. Cause I loved it. Cause they, we only had one prize to give out, but a couple kids said, we want to work together. And I said, well, you know, there's only one prize. Said, oh, we don't care about the prize. I was like, wow. <laughs> they just wanted to build. You just want to build. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Really cool stuff. What, a couple things to bring up for those that are interested in maybe doing something like this in your school district, in your area. The, you know, going over rules and set up, you know, it, we had the same uh, build, the same version on each computer. And what the kids would do is just log in with their Minecraft account. Now, as many times as we put it out there, as many times as we had it listed, as many times it was at, as it was said, at the conference, you had to have your own Minecraft account. Yeah, they still just... We still had kids show up without a Minecraft account, and they were, you know, sad. And that's is that when you made your kids cry? Yes. Yeah. So we had, we actually, at our site, we actually bought some Minecraft accounts. Oh. And we split those. Uh, we had six generic accounts made up, and we had three per room. So we were able to bring in three kids that didn't have accounts uh, in my session, and Jake was able to do the same. So that was one way around it. But it's that's one of those sayings that either you have your own accounts, and I know through Minecraft EDU and 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 talking to Joel Levin, you know he has some generic um, you know copies uh, accounts that are set up for a lab, and you know that might be a way. So that was one of the downsides is that we had to turn kids away, mm-hmm. and that was that was a little frustrating. But uh, there's not much we could have done about it. Most kids, most kids that showed up, 90% of them had their own accounts. Yeah, shocking at the numbers actually. Yeah, they're they're making a little money. Well, especially with the weirdness that is what is it Mojang or something. You know, like they, we had three parents try to sign up on site, and there's all kinds of stuff yeah. about not being able to do that in uh, Illinois. And... Well, that's through a credit card. You could actually do it through PayPal. Right. So. And that's that's how I had to do it because recently, because I had to get another account, and yeah, so I had to use PayPal to do that. That was kind of interesting. We also, and I guess, we, let me jump ahead. So we, SIC conference was wonderful. One of the discussions that we had at the ICE conference, 
which, you know, Jerry, you know, where I went up and visited Jerry and stayed two days up there was about Minecraft. They had to basically, the, the woman was saying they had to uninstall, uninstall it, didn't they, off the iPads? Yeah, yeah. And I was I was kind of confused because I have not messed with it on the iPad. Um, I, I've seen people with the Xbox version. I just have it on the, on the computer. Uh-huh. And so I know if you, for us, you have to have your own account in order to get on at, you know, within my school. Um, and that's not a problem because the parents have to pay for it, so on and so forth. I think the Xbox is, I think it's very similar, but I'm not 100% sure that that account can work. You still have to pay for it on Xbox, but that account that you have can work with um, the the PC version or something. It's through Mojang. Now, the iPad one, you don't have to create an account. It's through your iTunes. And so the kids can actually get on and create games with uh, multiplayer through Wi-Fi, and uh, I don't know. It, it just—it seems like there's a missing part there, mm-hmm. and maybe I'm overlooking it. I don't know. It's—it doesn't seem to be as strong of a case to have it loaded on iPads than it would be on on laptops. I don't know. It, maybe that's something we can talk about later. Maybe that's something we can get Joel Levin and, or maybe Lucas Gillespie on and, and, and talk a little bit more. Sure. But that's it's really got me thinking because we have a local grant that I, I can apply for within our uh, area. And it's making me think that I just need to go ahead and buy some or put a grant in to buy some Minecraft EDU accounts hmm. and have the server. And so I can have a classroom set with generic logins. And maybe that maybe that will help out things. And that way I can also monitor what's going on because I think there's a way to set it up for uh, the kids can connect to my server and I can keep track of them. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot there. There's a lot there and I still need to flesh it out. But that was that was a great discussion that we had there. So what uh, what was probably we, we have on our notes, as Jerry's put it in here, the ice has melted, which is just the. Illinois uh, Computing Educators website, mm-hmm. and the ICE conference is, you know, the conference that they hold every year. But you have here the best part of the ICE conference, and not to say because there were some wonderful things, but this was one of those things that I think a lot of people left the conference when after they saw these. And what was it, Jerry? I was trying to leave with it. <laughs> I think you might have gotten in trouble. Yeah. Um, sweet new node chairs so what are they made by they're made by um steel case steel case yeah yeah very cool um chairs that are on wheels and have a little carriage type thing underneath where you can just toss all the you know the supplies a little holder for whatever the kids have and then they you know they they're completely 360 they spin but they also spin on wheels so the chair seat spins it was i had three cups of coffee and then tried to sit in one and it was insane i was spinning everywhere it was great i couldn't sit still I was looking for the uh, the locking wheels mechanism. Yeah, yeah, it was it would have been a good idea with me because I was bouncing all over the place. <laughs> but it, it was fantastic, you know. And to redesign a classroom, I think would be, just be the coolest thing ever, you know, because you could go from a, a circle group to small, you know, breakout groups to one large group to you know one person in the middle. You could you could joust, you know, with opposite sides <laughs> of the room. You know, 
know, take yeah, they have uh, with the lowest achievement and make them yes, go first, Jerry. you know. Yeah, they had a, a little, what would you call it? Uh, so you have this chair. It's sitting on this uh, it's kind of like a circle, and then the wheels are below that. Um, you can. What was nice for me is I could set my feet up on uh, off the ground, you know, on that little rest. Oh yeah, sure. The circle where you put your backpack. As we're trying to visually describe, you know, auditorily uh, yeah, describe I wish, this to you. you I would have known the, you had your feet off the ground. I would have just like shoved your chair, you know, in the yeah, and I could have yeah, I could have just gone all across the away, floor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was the uh, what the heck am I thinking? They have a little de- lap desk thing that that pulls in and out and yeah. can go off to the side like a table and it was very sturdy and very stable some people had stuff on their table on their little desk uh and i thought it was they're gonna stuff was gonna fall there was like plates and cups yeah and, with liquids and i'm like oh my god what, what you know it's gonna fall and no it, it held it steady unless somebody bump into it was them. a little small for a desk i would say well you jerry know, I mean, how tall are you no, no 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 i don't mean that i mean like the actual desk oh yes version. you know like i mean i know now kids are using like probably some kind of a technology device, but if you put a technology device on it, there was no room. I was I was having trouble fitting my iPad and a coffee on the same, you know, surface. How many kids are going to have an iPad and a coffee? Probably all of them by you know like. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the time we kind of made. What was it that we were talking about? We uh, I don't know if you were with me on that discussion or not. Um, it, it was Wally. We got to some instance of of talking about wally and yeah and so make it clear on the air that i was not part of that conversation no it was pretty cool because uh you know remember in in wally i think we were just talking about the chairs i said it kind of reminds me of the chairs in wally where the people are just floating around the giant and lazy people yes exactly and i just kind of rolled out there with my legs propped up and they're like oh my god these are the this is where it starts. We're all in these rolling chairs. It's not about and, laziness, Zachary. It's about convenience and being able to modify the classroom for better. It is pretty cool. Yeah, I think anybody that. And that's why if the fine people at Steelcase that created the Node chairs would like to send me twenty. A classroom of them, set. I'm yeah. happy to to prove people like Zach wrong. Yep, I love this. Uh, available with or without work surface. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? Pull up, I guess pull up to a table. Yeah, yeah. I guess that works out too. Well, I mean, that's we'll and about, it, what like, if you have uh, a rolling table? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Think about uh, what was it, Lucas's room? You know, he's yeah. got all those tables on wheels. So. Oh, look at this optional cup holder and tablet stand available. Now, now we're starting to talk. You see, this is why I, I knew good design when I saw it. I was like, these yeah. people must have their head in the right place. And I wonder if they're because it comes from the right hand side. So my left hand friends would be like, "This is a right handed desk." Did you try to spin it around. Did you? I try bet there's a to way. Spin it around. I did. I did. Are you sure? I, I'm positive. Did you click the switch in the back? Oh, there's no switch in the back. How do you know? Did you look? Did... <laughs> you don't know for sure. There's not a switch in the back if you didn't look. Okay, Mr. Attorney. Let's not so, damn these people before we give them. A I chance. bet there's a way to put it on the other side. That's what I was trying to say. Send me Get a there? preset. And then we, we can test it. Yes. We can test it out. <laughs> okay, so some of the people that I ran into, um, literally, sometimes, and sometimes on purpose. Um, I was walking around yeah. typing on my phone during the conference. That's dangerous. You know, driving and texting, you shouldn't even walk and text, especially at a conference at a place like 
like that with all those twists and turns was dangerous. Right. I needed a blinker because I was <laughs> there was a room I was trying to get to on the left and the stream of people coming the other way. I'm like, I got my blinker on. I'm trying to turn to left. That's when it's nice to be big. Just... I just walk and people move around me. Yeah. So uh, some people I ran uh, I ran into Jerry, um, and these were all together. Jay Blackman, who was a tech director in up in the Chicago area, uh, skipped town, became a, a loser. I mean a Hoosier. Whoa. And went to India. Oh, sorry. No, just messing. So he went to uh, Indiana, <sighs> and he has two people that work with him. I'm trying to talk here. Dan Gibson and Joe Willman, and they put together a weekly podcast. Or, yeah, weekly podcast of sorts. Helping their uh, helping their staff with technology, and they have a it's a video podcast, and they do about three tech tips or ideas that they want to share with the staff. And they interviewed me. Uh, they also talked about Meg Wilson, who we know through EdReach. We do iPod, iPods abilities. Yeah, Mac Reach show. Mac. No, I was saying we do. I wasn't questioning. Oh, we do. Yeah, oh, I was I we, do. Was we, do. No. we do. We do. We do. No question. And um, West Fryer. And that was another person that we ran into. But and back more to, Ed Reach people. Patrick ran into Patrick. Yeah. Black. He was a good time. He of course, Dan Rezac. Yep. Scott. One of your guys, Blake. Scott. Yeah. Yep. And Scott Meach, uh, who is not part of, but yes, part of, you know, Ed Reach. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I, that I, Joe Willman, he used uh, an Adobe product to create basically uh, walkthroughs for teachers and then he could assess them by where they you know did they you click you need to create a new document click here and if they don't click there then you know then it marks that and it can keep track of it and it puts it back to Moodle and runs a um, you know like a score sheet there was some cool stuff there and that's something that's not gaming but it you know it's interactive content um, that was kind of, that was really cool. So I, I thank Joe for that. But Joe and, uh, Dan Gibson, what they interviewed me about was Minecraft. So there's a short little video about how to use Minecraft in the classroom and ways to monitor and manage, you know, how to do that. And I'm still learning and there's still a lot I have to learn, but it, what I do in my classroom seems to work out pretty well. So I'm pretty happy about that. Cool. Um, what was our discussion about, Jerry? We were in the kind of the PLN Plaza. We were. That was a fun place. It was really nice. If you go to ICE, that's a good good thing to check out because you get something in a nice small group, get some individual conversations, and uh, it's a little relaxed. So we, we did a little conversation on violence in video games, which was nice. Got some new opinions. Go ahead. And, and um, you know, just kind of chatted for an hour or so on, uh, you know, how people thought, <clears throat> violence was was impacting games and learning. I need to link uh, the discussion we had with Joel Levin and, and yeah. Lucas Gillespie. Yeah, because we talked and about that I'll, a couple times even. Yeah, I think that was that was such a good discussion. And it's where's the line of what the parent's responsibility is. Is the government just on a wild goose chase, just trying to find an easy answer in a, a problem that's totally complex? Right. You know, what's the role of government? What's the role of schools? What's the role of parents? That's, I mean, there's a whole host of things that were discussed in that. And that was that was a lot of fun. And that's where I was introduced to those nice chairs by Steelcase. <laughs> See how we're advertising here, Jerry? <laughs> Maybe if we say their name enough, 
they'll still obligated to to send us some of those chairs. While in there, though, um, I watched the end of, uh, you know, of Wes Fryer's keynote. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was talking about uh, using blogs and using those as tools. Blogs. It's where you nice. live in Chicago. Blacks. Blacks. I'm, up, I'm up there for a couple days, and that's what happens. So how blogs can be effective. Oh. <laughs> Stop. How they can be effective what, in the classroom. How can be effective in the classroom? Blogs. That was pretty good. That was okay. That was good. I have to slow down. <laughs> you know, and all the things that blogs <laughs> can can do for your your classroom but listening to that at the end and then he came down to that the pln plaza and we with a group of us with dan gibson and joe willman and and uh, there was another one grace fenn we were all sitting there and there were several others that we sat down for two hours and just talked scott white joined in the conversation on that too just talked about you know education in general and of course i had to bring up you know my wheelhouse which is games <laughs> and wes fryer was uh just his kid is playing minecraft and he's just like i think he was at the point is this too, is he playing it too much what's going on you know i was like have you played it with them have you you know have you built something together in minecraft and like a light bulb went off <laughs> like holy cow my kid loves this game if i play it with him this is good quality time that I can be with my son. And it, it just totally blew up, and he was just so excited. He's been tweeting about it. He just bought a license this morning. <laughs> so I think he's on board. Uh, I think it's just it was just a great conversation with uh, a guy who's just looked upon uh, in the education world uh, very highly. And he travels all over the place to, to speak uh, do these keynote speeches. That's cool. So that was that was neat because you know here's a guy that had a full. I mean, people are spewing out of the the room to listen to his keynote. He comes down to this small little area and we just sat. You know, a group of us just sat there and talked for two hours. Well, I think that's one of the nice things about the PLN plazas. That that's what uh, conferences used to be. There used to be a bunch, you know, yes. bunch of like-minded people getting together, or even not like-minded, just to share, you know, and. And having conversation, and we've turned it into almost, you know, the corporate version, which is like, you know, trying to get as much information out as possible. We now try to get as many people in as possible, and you have hundreds of people and presentations and, you know, so. But it's nice to get back to that, sitting around, drinking a coffee, talking about the world's problems. Yeah. So another person that came later was Angela Mares. And she's an author, speaker, writer, teacher. And she's she was just amazing. It's just her, how she looks at things and how she helps businesses and, and talks to businesses about, you know, we got in a discussion about, <laughs> a really heated discussion uh, about uh, mission statements. And it was, it was intense. <laughs> it was really intense. And she's like, if you can't do it in like three words, I mean, just minimum minimize it if you can't do it in a small amount uh you know two words you know just do it you know well i guess that's three words that is i teach math i teach math that's good so three words so she's like if you can't do that then you're just wasting time and you know you can build off of that it it was just an amazing talk 
it just really got you to think and focus about you know what you're doing in the classroom she said if you had a mission statement for a teacher as a teacher what would it be and you know another person came in Jen Wagner who's who's uh, I follow on Twitter and just a wonderful educator you know she was talking about creativity and mine is basically I came up with you know have fun you know uh, smile every day you know it, it those are things that are important to me because junior high is most of us I think are in the, in the same category of of having a horrible time uh, in junior high and I want to make it enjoyable and fun for my students and the learning is so much easier when that happens mm-hmm. you know it's it, it and the activities that I do in the classroom should be fun too it's not just me telling jokes all the time and laughing and making fun of myself that it's my classroom that <laughs> So look at this artwork I did. <laughs> oh, that's great. There's a lot of uh, lot of things going through my brain right now. Yeah, I know there is, and <laughs> you'll have to tell me after we stop recording. So, um, that yeah, Jen Wagner was like I said mentioned another one. She has projects by Jen, creative projects for pre-K through sixth grade. And you know I'm sitting here, we're, we're going over a conference um, review, and you know this is educational gaming, but it it all it all flows back to that. It all flows back to, you know, West Fryer engaging your students and, you know, having us bring up the idea of Minecraft and his, he was giddy. I mean, he was just totally loving the idea of Minecraft after our discussion and Angela Maris, just having a mission, you know, just having that mission statement and, and focusing on what is your goal in your classroom and mine's to have fun, which includes games. Um, discussing with, you know, uh, Joe Willman and, be, you know, being in that video and talking about Minecraft and how to, to kind of monitor and, and use that in the classroom is, I think is important, is important. Uh, it's important discussion. And then of course, having the chairs, the right chairs, right, Jerry? The right Bye. chairs. Bye. Steelcase. Yes. Uh, can also make learning fun. No and chair. With now, holder. With, <laughs> with optional drink holder. Um, Playing games, board games on there would be kind of difficult. Uh, well, that's card, why card you games would be okay. roll up to a table, swing your little tray table you around. and You could. You know, I'm looking at it here uh, on the side here, categories, tables. Ooh. So we're going to open that link in a new tab. Steelcase and... classroom. I don't, I don't really have a problem with, you know, when my kids get their schedules at the start of the year, if they have to go to... You know, three-dimensional design with Mr. James in Steelcase Room 181. I am open to selling out the sponsorship. <laughs> I will put signs up, posters. I am all for selling out. Oh, what is? Oh, look at this one. Oh, this is it. It's called uh, Verb Tables. Okay, I don't, I don't understand what okay. that means. And since Verb is an integrated collection of classroom furniture designed to support a full range of teaching and learning styles, and it looks like they connect together. And it looks like a great workshop model table because it looks like it has a, like a little whiteboard that can attach to the side and flip up. This is a great segment for an audio podcast. I know it is. <laughs> no one can see what you're talking. Nobody about. can see. <laughs> Let me visualize. I feel like it's like a tennis match, you know. <laughs> I feel like everyone's losing. Okay. I guess we're done. I guess we're done with that. I don't know. It's Well, these are things that, like, Lucas Gillespie would look at. I'll put the link on here, too, because this is kind of cool. 
these are cool tables. You know, because you, you change your classroom up, you add this furniture in. How can you do things like, you know, uh, board games or any other interactive, uh, you know, games or simulations or anything that you would do in your classroom? You have to have some table space. Mm-hmm. I have giant tables. Right, Jerry? Giant tables. If you want to eat things like chicken fingers, Adam. Wow. Okay. Maybe it's maybe they have some antibacterial tables or something. Time to head to the VT. Okay. Anything else, Jerry? I think that's it. How much time we got here? Plenty. 34 minutes. Okay. Well, hopefully we didn't waste your time today. And uh, But I do want to thank all the people that interacted with us and talked with us. Steelcase. Steelcase. And, and will provide us furniture to test out in, in a gaming situation. Yeah. In a classroom. Anything else? Jerry? I think that's it. Okay. Thank you for listening to this week's EdGamer podcast. Please follow us on edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach network. Have a great week. Let's have a moment of silence for Alan Colomer. We're still words. having a moment of silence. Oh. Okay, Please Jerry. don't interrupt. Oh, <laughs> it's disrespectful. He created Diplomacy. A game that I still need to play. Addictive board game. It is. It does say he was a, a Greek, a geek god. <laughs> Whoa. That's what it says. Okay, that's that's fine. It's just yeah. Past playing passer. No longer with us, but he was a he was a gamer. From Chicago. From Chicago. Created the board game Diplomacy. Which was liked by John F. Kennedy. Yes. Very cool stuff. And it was yeah. they call it the survivor version of pre World War One Europe. Okay, Jerry. Okay. Bye. Bye.